0: we trying to behave ourselves on the story. but well, y'all know what we thinking right now.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little uh- extra energy. I don't know what
2: might come out of my mouth tonight. Ask your kids, tell them to sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking.
0: TGIM. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It is Wednesday, and I'm back with another episode of TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the industry. Of course, we're spilling the tea, breaking out some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get you something to drink, and get ready for this hot tea. Please welcome Al Runnels and Funky Dineva.
1: What's up, Claudia?
0: Hey, hey.
2: What's, up? <laughs> what's
0: going on? Okay, cute. what's your shirt giving? You got a new shirt? You been, I see you've been shopping. I no, actually, Gucci.
2: no, 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 no! I just took all my stuff to the laundry and had them washing and folding. So I just got some clean clothes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you how how you wait till you get a lot of? I notice a lot of bags full. You don't waste any trips, right? What you get like?
2: I, you know, it, it's really sad, but I really do laundry like once every two months. <laughs> Dang, you,
1: you know that's gluttony to have that many clothes.
2: You, and then so I just you, take you, it off to the washing fold.
0: So you have them do it because is there a no wash and dryer in your unit? No,
2: I have a wash and dryer. I'm just don't want to oh. do it. Well, I just end up letting it get so backed up that it gets overwhelming. So it's just easier right. to put it all in a contractor garbage bag and just take it to the washing fold.
0: <laughs> I do laundry too much. Like I do laundry like every two days because I'm like, it'd be like this much in there. I'm, I'm washing.
1: <laughs> all right. I like washing clothes.
0: You like washing clothes now?
1: Yeah, yes, it makes me feel accomplished.
0: Right, and then you fold it up. You're like, I right, I did I did that today.
2: I'm too and little.
0: cute. once again, it's like, not me, girl.
2: <laughs> not All me, right. girl. <laughs> so, not that rich white
1: woman.
0: What y'all sipping on? What y'all doing?
2: I just got a little uh, lemonade and ice tonight. I'm taking it light. I got a pack tonight. because I'm going to Huntsville over the weekend, so I'm.
0: And we talked off camera. We're going to both be in Huntsville this weekend. I'm going to be there for a play, um, grown man issues. And then you're going to be there doing a bunch of bookings and, and family stuff. So we're going to have to link up and have a drink.
2: In, in Huntsville of all places.
0: What are the odds? And then I'm going to be in Al City tomorrow in D.C. for the uh, honors. Like, I'm going to be, uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A birthday drink. All right, we can do that. Let's do that. So Al, you drinking tonight?
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm doing an iced coffee with some whiskey.
0: Oh, you're about to be lit. <laughs> like, that's to like, red <laughs> a <mistake>. Be
2: prepared.
0: <laughs>
2: your, stomach, your stomach is going to be towed up. Ice coffee and whiskey?
0: <laughs>
1: I, I've had to work today, so I needed energy, and I needed to be intoxicated with these topics we got tonight.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's speaking of topics, let's get into it. Let's, let's get into this Wendy team we have to talk about. After nearly 14 years, the Wendy Williams show is officially coming to an end. The final episode will air this Friday and will feature a video tribute to Wendy. What are your thoughts on The Wendy Williams Show coming to an end? Al, let's start with you.
1: You know what, whether whether people like Wendy or not, Wendy Williams had a significant impact on the face of television and the voice of radio. Um, And I just don't like this send-off. For some reason, it's just not settling with me. It seems, or it feels wrong how they're like, you know, doing a tribute to her, but she's not there. You know, it just seems like they're trying to save face. It seems like the production company's trying to save face. It seems like the network's trying to save face. But I I don't know. I, I think I'm gonna miss her. And maybe that's why I'm saying all of this, but I don't know. I, I just wish that Wendy would have participated. This is 13 long years that she put into this. She's opened the doors for so many minority journalists and entertainers to follow in her footsteps like yourself, Claudia. Um, so I don't know. I'm a little sad about it.
0: The fact that she's not participating does make it feel yucky. Like, you know, it's not not good on her end. We know that though. Q, what do you think about this?
2: Um, I don't like it one bit. It feels wrong. Um, y'all, you know, I'm still on this whole, we, all the reasoning that we were ever told about why she didn't return to the show. None of that mess was the truth. We still don't have the real truth as to what happens. It just feels like Wendy should be there for her last curtain call. Um, I particularly take this personal because she is the mother of, 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 of this genre. I mean, if you really think about it, she set the groundwork for the type of show that we're even doing right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, And for that mm-hmm. reason, I, I pay extreme homage to Wendy Williams, but it just feels wrong. I wish her legacy with this show would have gone out with her sitting in that purple chair one last time. Right.
0: Yeah, it would have made us feel, uh, us feel better about everything. But you know, I guess the most important thing is Wendy and how she's feeling right now. And clearly she's not with it. And hopefully we'll get to hear her side of the story one day. And it also is definitely, it definitely sucks for for Sherry. You know what I mean? Like Sherry's kind of caught in the middle. And um, you know, it, it doesn't start off on. It, it leaves a bad taste in, in the mouths of Wendy fans when Sherry should be able to properly celebrate getting a show.
2: Yeah. I wonder what Susan and Norman think. I wonder. You know. You know. You know. I, I. That's a very good question, and I'm going to tell you something. The fact that Susan, first of all, them people got bills to pay. That's what they. That's what they think. My mortgages do. But I I found it particularly interesting that Susan and Norman stayed on with Sherry. And it suggested to me, honestly and truthfully, that there was some fallout between them and Wendy. And I may Mm. be wrong, I may be reaching, but it just feels that way because if Wendy was done so wrong by the production company and they've been her ride or die People for the last 13 years, it would kind of seem to me that they would have left along with her and went and got other jobs. You know what I'm saying? But the fact that they stayed to do this new new show, it it just says something. That what it says, I'm not sure, but it says something.
0: But would you leave though if like say you, you you adore the person you work with, but your job is your job and you live in New York with that high rent and you're part of a you're part of building a successful show. Would you really leave over friendship? People nowadays don't really rock like that with each other. You know no, what I mean? Yeah.
2: And, and, I, and I get it. It's, it's, it's easy for me to stay out of my mouth, but you know, you're know, right. People do have bills, you
0: yeah. know? All right. Speaking of people having bills, Monique and Netflix have settled their lawsuit. She filed against the streaming company in 2019, claiming racial and gender bias. Now, details of the deal weren't disclosed. Um, early on, Monique said that $500,000 she was first offered by Netflix in 2017 for a stand-up special was not just an insult, but illegal. Her gender and racial discrimination filing of last November of oh, a pay for a potential comedy uh, special cites the tens of millions reportedly paid to the likes of Amy Schumer, Ellen DeGeneres, and Dave Chappelle for their Netflix specials. Now the 2019 suit also alleges that Netflix treatment of Monique began with a discriminatory lowball offer and ending with a blacklisting act of retaliation. Al, this is a lawsuit, and I want to know what your thoughts. What are your thoughts on Monique and Netflix finally reaching a settlement, and how much you think she got?
1: (laughs) Well, uh, maybe this explains why she don't give a uh, you-know-what about how she's coming across with the D.L. Hughley thing, because she's getting, from what reports say, it's quite a healthy sum to make all of this go away, so... Mm, I, we know that it has to be north of 500,000, right? And we know that it has to be close to what the other guys and especially ladies are receiving and then all the punitive damages in between. So I think Monique's looking at a very, very healthy payday with this.
2: All
0: right, Q, what are your thoughts?
2: My question is, does a settlement suggest that Netflix was in the wrong?
1: A settlement is supposed to suggest that no one was in the wrong.
0: Or you are, but you're like I. Rather, <laughs> like,
2: like, like, <laughs> well, they mind. always said, you know, they always say
1: they settle, but no wrong doing happen.
2: Yeah, I, I I get all of that, but let's dig like for real, for real, like because because if if you stand ten toes down in what you feel about the situation and you feel like your offer was legit, then it would seem to me that you wouldn't be down to give her nothing. You know what I'm saying? So my question is. Could it be, you know, deep down inside that it was discovered that there was some discriminatory practices taking place? That that's what I'm trying to get at.
0: When you know, I, I Al and I, we've both been in lawsuits and um I'm 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 three 0 with mine. I'm just gonna say this, they've been wrong and they didn't want the smoke of the bad attention. It was cheaper right. to pay out something. And a lot of times you don't get as much as you think that you should. That's why it's called a settlement and you can go ahead and risk it and go to court and, you know, maybe hopefully the jury awards you millions instead of hundreds of thousands. But Mm -hmm. I interpreted it as they knew they had some kind of uh, vulnerability out there, you know, where it didn't Mm -hmm. didn't look good for business.
2: Well, I hope they were smart enough in the midst of their settlement to at least get a damn comedy special out of (laughs) me. I I would hope.
0: Well, the bad thing is she'll never work with them again. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. I would think with that settlement, they would, they would, Go separate
0: ways, Q. You can't be all here suing networks and 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 streaming services and thinking that it's gonna be all good afterwards. You'll never, you'll never work for them again.
2: Well, if she keep acting the way she acted, she ain't gonna never work again, no way. So I hope she put a little money up because I'm, I'm these days, I'm really not featuring Monique.
0: Mm. All right, well, we, I'm sure this is not the last we've heard of this. All right, y'all. Saucy Santana did not apologize for his past tweets about Blue Ivy. He let everyone know how he feels about her now by responding to Twitter posts that reference him and his thoughts on Blue Ivy after a photo of her rocking her curls went viral. A Twitter user wrote, I wonder what Saucy Santana got to say about Blue Ivy now. Santana responded, beautiful hair serving. Funky, let's start with you. What are your thoughts on this?
2: You know, I've been in this Funky Santana, Saucy Santana situation before. A few years ago, me and T.S. Madison did a live show in DC where I said some I made some joking comments about Blue Ivy's appearance when she was a baby and the beehive let me have it for a solid nine months okay the beehive and the Nicki Minaj people and them Cardi B people they can be some vicious Whatever, whatever. But I took the Saucy Santana approach. Like, these folks get on Twitter and think they got the power to cancel you. And, and honest and truthfully, cancel culture is much like voodoo. It only work if you believe in it. Um, so I don't, I don't, you know, he said what he said. It was, it, you, know, you know, these people act like Beyonce is above reproach. Can't nobody say nothing about Beyonce or her children. And, and, and miss me with that bull crap. Uh, he said what he said he was a young dumb teenager at the time get over it I, I don't blame him for not apologizing get over it
0: well he was in his 20s and now yeah, he was a teenager that's and, the same thing well here's <laughs> the thing about it I hear you and we've all said stuff that we wish like it, it comes to bite us in the butt later on but now this talks about him doing us possibly having a huge opportunity to do a song with her and that's where it kind of gets I'm not sure if that's a rumor but I heard that's a, more in the street, but I, I hear you standing by what you say, uh, Al, what do you think?
1: Uh, you know, I like Saucy Santana, but I think his comments were disgusting. They were disgusting. I don't care how old he is. And I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. I really don't think that Saucy Santana can, t- well, first of all, you guys know, I don't even think we should be talking about people's kids. That's someone, one, you know, I think kids are off limit. but besides that, how how are you, Saucy Santana, of all people who have been talked about and drugged for how you look, how you show up in to America every day, how are you gonna part your lips to talk about that young lady like that? You of all people know how that can hurt and how that how much pain that 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 creates. And especially on the uptick of your your new fame and your new exposure, he was just a name freshman class on the Double XL magazine as future artists to watch. I think there's absolutely nothing wrong with you apologizing to that family, apologizing to that young girl from saying that, and keep it moving. There's nothing wrong with apologizing.
2: Why? 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 What makes her so damn special? Her whole family got to be apologized to. If it was anybody else, and if and I'm not saying it was right, all right, but if it was anybody else in America, if it was Bridget from next door, and I said she got an ugly little baby, nobody would be requiring me to have to go apologize to her whole. Well, Q, family. let
1: me share this with you. When you when you are talking about two of the most influential black female and black males in the music industry industry that you're now budding in you're just now getting on those main stages you're just now in rotation in a very positive way your rate has changed over the last year doubled if not triple i don't think i would pick a fight with any of the leaders of that industry
0: and i get he's not saying that now I get that now, but, you know, they will dig those tweets up. It's happened to me. It's happened to probably a, a couple of us here, right? We, we This has happened. Um, I just feel like doubling down and kind of like being like, yeah, and when you want to work with Beyonce, it's not beneficial to your career. Right. You can't talk that, about that, a woman's
2: definitely child. That, that it's def-
0: stupid, actually.
2: Right. That, that definitely ain't going to happen. But I think for me, it's it's got less to do about this particular situation and just more to do with this whole Thing around the world that like people just can't have any negative opinions whatsoever about anything from the nose Carter's family. I just don't buy into that. Right.
0: Well, you know, it, it's I, I feel you. It's it's like this. Um, certain people that you can't say. I remember one time I commented on a picture of Beyonce's hair and it was a pretty color. I was like, oh, I love her hair, this color. And they were like, every color she wears looks pretty. You it? and I, I was like, I didn't say anything about the other colors of hair. I just said I like this one. And it was a little it was a little OD. It was ridiculous. But some other people, uh, all three of us can be dragged mercilessly. I mean, they drag out pictures of your mama, your daddy, your grandma and say they hope you die or have a miscarriage and all kind of horrible, evil things. I do understand what you say about that. Q. There is a different standard. Certain people we have to be extremely polite and nice to and others. People just don't give a damn. You can say heartless, horrible, cruel, evil things, you know. And I agree,
1: Q. What happened to the Beehive? They must be slacking. They slipping. Because they have not let Saucy Santana have it about this resurface of the tweets. This is going to be
2: interesting to watch unfold.
0: Yeah, and he was just in Houston, Beyonce's hometown, and he had a crowd. And they loved him. They, they did. So maybe the cancel culture and thing is old. Hopefully they
2: up. don't. It's old.
0: All right. All right, we have a, oh, you know, we'll get back into this. Uh, when we come back, we have an update on the Britney Griner situation. We'll be back with more TGIF after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, soulmates, we have an update on Britney Griner's situation. A Russian court extended Griner's detention for another 18 days. Now, this is a third time Griner's detention has been extended. Russian officials will not consider her for a prisoner swap with the U.S. until a court investigation into her case is completed. Now, Ryan was uh, rumored to be potentially involved in a detainee swap involving Victor Bout, who was completing a 25-year sentence for conspiracy to kill Americans. Al, what do you think about this update? Um,
1: this is getting more and more complicated, and I don't like the sound of it. You know, I've, I've been an advocate of getting her home by any means and by any cost, um, I am going to lean heavily that when the ladies were here in Washington, D.C., a couple of days ago, they did meet with the State Department and the State Department did talk to the head coach and the team and shared with them um, that, you know, the, the president and the vice president are working, working very diligently to get Brittany Griner home. And I think if that means that they have to give Victor bout back, even though he would have, you know, 25 years for a conspiracy to kill U.S. citizen officials.
0: We need to give him back. Got it. okay. Q, what do you think?
2: I 100 percent agree with Al. you know my concern when I was reading up on this story, I was reading up on Victor and they were talking about how he was an arms dealer. you know my 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 only concern is um, you know, does Victor still have the connections that he had way back when when he was dealing in arms? And will Victor alongside Putin, you know, launch some type of vendetta against the U.S.? I was reading that, you know, he was in in, in the process of of selling missiles that were capable of shooting, you know, American planes and jets and missiles out of the air. And that type of stuff is scary. And this is the type of man um, that really does need to be locked away. But I'm glad that the U.S. is willing to trade somebody that damn dangerous to get this black woman back back on U.S. soil,
0: that part that does say a lot. But it does suck that someone that was found with cartridges of CBD oil gets, you know, an arms dealer probably responsible for killing tens and I don't know how many hundreds of people. Uh, you know, that person gets fr- may potentially get freedom for someone that th- th- this is a BS case. We know this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, there's a Listen, lot, of, I mean, lot
1: of i understand stories. I understand the comparison, but I just really don't think Biden or Kamala want the blood or the detainment of this african American female professional athlete on their on their on their on their hands i I just think that America would turn this mug upside down if Russians decide to throw her into prison for a minimum of ten years. I just don't think we're able to handle that
0: um and also. The, the, this administration can't afford any more missteps with the black community. Like they've right. got to at this point on to the midterms until the next election. They've got to really make up for this, this lost time, this first year and a half, stuff that hasn't gotten done. Uh, of, of course, you know, I, I'm a Democrat, but I still can hold my party accountable. Like you can't afford any more missteps, especially with black women who people say, you know, black women and men, we got we are a huge part of you getting into office. So give us this and, yep. and, 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 and a few other things. OK, all right. Oh, the Kardashians are now demanding that Black China hand over the $390,000 that she owes them from her failed lawsuit. Now, the money is to cover the family's litigation costs. And it seems like China has been working hard to rack up extra cash by taking gigs like her celebrity boxing match and her new talk show with her mom. Now, do y'all think China will be able to pay the Kardashians back anytime soon? And do you think she will, Al?
1: She doesn't have to. The courts didn't find the Kardashians without fault. Remember, they found them with fault. And under California law, costs are awarded to the defendant only when they are without fault. The Kardashians were found in fault. And her lawyer has made that very clear. You know, I'm just hoping that for black China after this baptism, I would love for her to kind of just go away for a little while. And, 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 and get her press back right, because her press as of late has been nothing but negative stuff surrounding the Kardashians, surrounding around the, the drama around Rob and those kids. I think after the baptism, go away for a little while, just like I was saying with uh, Travis um, and and come back stronger and bigger and ever with the new endeavor.
0: OK, Q, what you think? She paying the money back. You think she you think what you think about this?
2: I wish they would leave. I wish they would leave her alone. I wish she would leave them alone. Mm. You know, it, it, it it sucks because they don't need the money. And at this point, they are doing it just to stick it to her. You know what I'm saying? But on the flip side of things, if it was anybody else and you took me to court bothering me, I'm over here minding my business and you took me to court and I racked up these legal fees, I would want my money too, but I just want, the whole thing is messy. I just want both parties to leave each other alone. And unfortunately for China, China's existence is kind of a symbiotic relationship with the Kardashians. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's, it's almost as if the more she's in the press in, in relation to them, the more popularity that she gains. And she needs to find a way to sever that relationship and become black China independent of the Kardashians.
0: And I feel bad because like we all know that there was some truth to Black China's case. Okay. I, I, that's my opinion. I'm gonna say that. So it, it'd be so hard to pay legal fees when you're like, you know, I really got outplayed, outmatched, outlawed and outspent. That's why I, I lost in my opinion. In my opinion.
2: And it's a double loss because she's got her legal fees. And then if I hope what Al is saying is true that she doesn't have to pay them, but if she does end up having to pay it, it's just just a double whammy.
0: Yeah.
2: And then how does this work with you having to work with this family? Because you have a child with them. Like I would be curious to know what the custody swap looks like. Is she allowed to drive, drive to the house in the driveway and drop the baby off? Is she allowed to the birthday parties for the other children? And you got to also be careful picking fights with the other side of your family because people will mistreat your child on the account of you.
0: And we got people in the comments. They don't really seem like I'm. And yes, that is me in the chats, y'all. People that think there is that Claudia. Yes, I'm in the chat. Um, we have people that are not really on China's side. Uh, our dog says, "Funky wishes Black China would leave them alone." She started it, and then simply Shamar says, "Nah, you wasted our time with this mess. So run me my coin." So people are not really here for Black China. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, moving on. In other Kardashian news. I'm sorry, in other news, Kim Kardashian is being accused of damaging Marilyn Monroe's dress that she wore to the Met Gala. The Marilyn Monroe collection posted a before and after photo of the dress, With this is very shady, with the caption on the Instagram page, just in case you missed it, missing crystals and some left hanging by a thread. And as you know, in order to fix fit into the dress, Kim said she lost 16 pounds. Do you think Kim is at fault here, Q? What do you think about this?
2: I mean, she had the dress on, so definitely she's at fault, but They have no business giving her the damn dress. You know what I'm saying? The dress should have stayed in the damn Smithsonian or Ripley's, believe it or not, or Madame Toussaint's, wherever the hell it was at, or in a dust bag in the back of Joan Crawford's closet. It should have stayed where it was at anyway. um, This is the risk that you take when you put on 60-year-old damn garments. I mean, the the, the crystal's going to fall off. And Kim Kardashian is shaped like a damn ant. So she squalls Marilyn Monroe was shaped like a, a, a fork and Kim Kardashian is shaped like a Coca-Cola bottle. So when she squalls all that ass and thighs and tootsie cat in that um, stick figure white woman dress, what the hell did y'all think was going to happen?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, damn, you got ants and forks and all kinds of things going on. Um, Al, what do you think?
2: I agree with funky <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: going to say this. It's It's not... <laughs> I, I can't put it on, all the way on Kim. Why the hell would you take something that has all this historic value and say, yeah, you can wear it. all kinds of things happen when you borrow clothes that are actually made in this decade. Yeah. Never mind clothes that are very, very, very much vintage and delicate. So you kind of get, you deserve, like you got to expect that. The dress, if she had to lose 16 pounds for that dress, she probably had her weigh-in and probably the night of the show, she probably gained a few pounds back, drinking some water or whatever the hell. And that's the risk you got to take if you they wanted that clout to have that dress on kim kardashian at that event they got it and now you miss some crystals fix now, it man.
2: go have go have a historian uh one of the restorative people you know how when you take your bags back to gucci because the handle broke and they send it off go send it off and um let, let somebody reattach some crystals on it and, and hang it back up
0: and I think it was a wasted opportunity though. I, 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 it wasn't one of Kim's best looks. Like I, I Kim, the, I like her better with that dark hair, that blonde. I just, it did. It, it, it was a waste to me. I, and did. you
2: know what? I also think too, the organization, I think the organization ought to be a damn shame of themselves for even releasing this, right? Because y'all wanted the clout mm-hmm. of her wearing it. And it's like, now you, you, you're having the negative effect by Saying that she damaged it. Y'all should have just let that ride and handle that in-house.
0: Yeah, like the audacity, actually. Uh Ashleen says that's their fault. They wanted the publicity, and now Marilyn's dress is messed up. I agree. Uh Max Mack says, and she did, Marilyn had it made for her body precisely. Kim should have never worn it.
2: Yeah if anybody should have had it on it should have been courtney no shape having ass but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother show
0: you know what's funny and didn't we always hear how thick Malin <laughs> rose supposedly was they must mean thick for a white girl right because like oh oh she was not a small girl she was a curvy girl she was thick but i guess so like the white girls back then a the thick was like a size four maybe maybe all right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We have plenty of tea to dish when we come back right after this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, soulmates. In our recent interview, Amy Schumer questioned whether Tiffany Haddish's confidence is helping or harming her career. Schumer spoke up about how female comics like her and Chelsea Handler have to dim their confidence and talk down about themselves just to be accepted. Watch what Schumer said about Tiffany Haddish's approach in the following clip from the new the top the shop episode that dropped exclusively on uninterrupted Uninterrupted's YouTube channel.
1: I don't think Tiff Haddish does that. Tiff is like, you, if you've seen her lately, she's like, this is what su- success looks like. Yeah, this is not a costume. This is Cthulhu. But how is that right. going
0: for her? I'm really asking this. I'm really asking
2: this. I love Tiff. I don't. I, mean, I love I Tiff too. I I, she's
0: incredible. She had a huge meteoric rise. Um, I'm wondering if if people are gonna get pissed at her. Uh so do y'all agree with Schumer and is this a way to throw a little shade towards Tiffany? Um, Q, what do you think?
2: You know, at first my gut reaction was um, you know, I made it racial. I was like, how dare she sit her white ass on this black platform and, and have the audacity to critique anything about this black comedian. It, it, it gave me throwing a little shade, you know, when you make the comment, so how's that going for you? You know, that, that's shady, That that that's suggesting that it's not going well, right? Um, you know, in the intro, you said uh, that Schumer said comedians like her and Chelsea Handler have to dim their light in order to what, do whatever, whatever, whatever. They don't have to do anything. That's a choice y'all made. And I can say that because I'm somebody who's coming to this business very non-traditional. I didn't come in towing the corporate line and I refuse to do it. I'm going to be me authentically. And, and the opportunities that are meant for me to have, I will have. And the ones that I'm not going to have because I refuse to tow the corporate line, I just won't have. And I'm okay with that. How's it going for Tiff? It's going pretty well if you ask me.
0: I, I, I agree with you. Al, what do you think about this? And what do you think about
1: Ames? Um, I don't agree. I, I don't like it. I think it's ridiculous. Everybody, this is the show, The Barbershop, which is produced, executive produced and created by LeBron James. I have a lot of questions here. One is, who booked her for that show? and Why was she there? Like, I don't see too many white women in, uh, in Black barbershops. That's someone, I don't know, I just was enraged by this. Why, and also, why do these Black men sit there and allow this frumpy woman get on their platform and talk about one of their own black female comedians that pissed me off number two this woman actually went into a black space with black men to talk down about a black woman that pissed me off number three and although i felt she didn't say anything terribly bad i personally don't like her speaking on black women especially in black spaces and there was nobody there to defend Tiffany like I thought they should have. I just didn't like it, it didn't sit well with me. I may be overreacting, but I feel like these are the opportunities where we have to treat them like they've treated us in the past when we came to their platform. We have to make them respect us and make them respect our colleagues as well. And this is one opportunity that four black men should have stood up and said, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take that shade. We're not gonna do that. Tiffany's a hard worker and she deserves more uh, uh, you know, more props than you sitting here questioning it, but gonna play it off like you're not sure. Um. And I like Tiffany too. You know when they say that, they all just backpedaling. I didn't like it, sorry, I just didn't like it.
0: I agree with what you said, and I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna to piggyback up what you said. As a black woman, I'm not surprised. And all the time we see black men getting together and kicking with a white girl and, and, and and us being the butt of the jokes and it's okay. No one's going to just like be offended from that. And I don't even know if they saw it as a racial thing, but just be it. Like, I'm sure there's like some familiarity with, with Tiffany. Like, Hey, hold up. It is going okay for her. And, And I think as far as Amy, maybe not targeting Tiffany Haddish, maybe say women in general, a lot of times have to dim their light around insecure men. So I would have taken more of that angle. And Amy, I'm like, I can't name one Amy Schumer joke. Can y'all, maybe I'm out the loop. Not at all. Not maybe, at all.
1: I'm,
0: maybe I'm just out the loop because I don't find what I have seen. It's Maybe it's not my brand of comedy. It doesn't have to be. But Amy Schumer, I think Tiffany Hash is pretty white hot right now. Whether you like her comedy or not, she's kind of killing it.
1: Right. And her blow up is inspirational to all of us in our community. We like her. And I'm not going to let that Amy Schumer sit in my space and talk down on one of the greats in our community. It just would never happen on my watch.
2: The, 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 the question should have never came up. First of all, if it was an Amy Schumer interview, it should have been an Amy Schumer interview. But Claudia, I saw, to, to, to piggyback off of your point, I saw a tweet that gut punched me. I, I'm paraphrasing here. But a black woman said, um, she was so comfortable doing this because black men dog black women all the time and rarely come to our defense anyway. So that's why she was so comfortable doing that. And it just it, it, it hit me in a special place. And it was like, wow, I hate that our sisters feel this way. And, and there is a lot of truth to it. And in the black community, in, in black men, there is some work that we need to do in that department.
0: And and you and thank you for saying that. And it does hurt more um, because we love y'all. Quite simply, and we, we we want y'all to have our back. We want to feel that like no, it's us. You dealing with you, you come with me, you coming for him too, because he's behind me or he's next to me. You know what I mean? And it feels like, you know, we already see when these brothers get in these relationships with them, we let them, they, they let the the end bombs drop, they 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 come for ghetto black girls and say, make their little derogatory comments. It kind of gives that feeling like, you know, here we go again. Here, here we go again with, with that, feeling like, you know, we're just not, you know. Just, just you can check someone politely. You can, and then she was comfortable, and it does happen a lot. And I don't know when, when we became the butt of all the jokes, but it definitely needs to stop.
2: Or because at like, a minimum, it should have been edited out.
0: Yeah, again, why? Why, like Al said, why was she there? Why was she there? How about have Tiffany Haddish on there? I <laughs> right. I mean, how's that for producing? I mean, that would
1: be so good. That would be so good TV.
0: Hopefully, she comes up next. All right. Uh, Moving on, during a recent episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, Marlo Hampton had nothing nice to say about her fellow castmates, Candy Burris and Kenya Moore. Marlo said, first of all, Candy was a damn hoe. She blanked everyone for free, and that's why you always got to stay date underneath your tax bracket. And Kenya, you was a G-damn video hoe. Candy and Marlo took to Twitter to address the situation. Candy wrote, keep watching the season because the lady with the heavy tongue keeps my name in her mouth. Candy continued. If someone shows you who they are, believe them because they're talking about me more than they're talking about their own stories and businesses. And Marlo posted this. Where have y'all been the past 10 years when I've been called every negative name in the book, except the child of God. She continued with keep watching because the lady with the heavy tongue is keeping everyone's storyline juicy and paychecks coming in. What are your thoughts on this feud? Whoever wants to go first on this one.
2: You know what at at first I was it was it was I was highly bothered right because it it was vile. It was just you know yes we all throw like like Cynthia Bailey say with friendly shade. Um Marlo one thing about a Florida Florida person. I'm a Florida person. You don't want to mess with us when they come to our mouth, okay? And Marlo got a mouth on her and she is lighting them up. It was a little too vile and vulgar for me. But you know what? When you step back, Marlo does have a point. You know what I'm saying? They have called Marlo every escort, every hooker, everything in the book for a decade. Here's my only thing. And I had this conversation with a friend the other day. I wish at this age now, calling somebody a hoe is just intellectually lazy. All right, And I'm at the point where if you ain't finna give me a printout and a running roster of everybody that they slept with, stop calling folks hoes as a read. It's just lazy.
0: Yeah, it is. Al, what are your thoughts? <laughs>
1: I, I, I guess I'm, it's the whiskey. I don't agree with fucking... <laughs> you know what there's one thing we know about marlo she's been an apprentice for that peach on war more than 100 episodes and she's been around since season four trying to get this peach that woman has learned every trick from every talent that's ever been on that platform and she's using it to keep her peach and not only to keep her peach but to stay in the press she knows what to say and who to say it who to say it about Why not be smart? If you want press, you want to create drama just the way Bravo likes it, then attack the two queens of the show. The only two left are Kenya and Candy. So if you want your leverage and you wanna make sure you get a peach for next year, that's who you talk the most junk about and you do it unapologetic. And that's exactly what Marlowe is doing. Now, is it a good look? Hell no. Is it a smart strategy? Heck yes.
0: I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I, I think I, I do agree. The whole thing is a very lazy thing to say. Now, if someone was a hooker, if someone was a sex worker, that's a read. It has some truth to it. But calling someone a hoe, how are you, are you a hoe because of what? I'm going to say this about what I know about Kenya. I never heard her name in the streets and I lived in LA for 20 some years. So that's a lazy thing to just say to somebody pretty, that they're a hoe. I think that's very lazy. There's other things you can say to Kenya about her being shady or things you don't like about her. But it, it is lazy. And 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 like pot meat kettle with all this. Like it's so dumb. You're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe, you're a hoe. And yeah, funky, I would like I I like the, the 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 friendly shade where it's based on you can't spell, you did this, the car broke down, like stuff like that. But the whole whole thing to me is very lazy and very wet. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Anyone over 40 years old, which everybody on that cast is, is gonna have a few bodies. It's not breaking news. It ain't moving anything. It, it's, it's dumb. And I, know, I don't, it, it's making it it's, tacky.
2: It's the audacity for me because it's Marlo's coming off as if she's better than because Candy effed for free and she effed for a fee. You well, know, isn't that a
0: so, definition I, of a prostitute or hoe? Yeah, something that for like,
2: money. One thing that we do know for a fact about Marlo, we don't know what man it was but we knew you laid on your back and spread your legs for your lifestyle. We know that. We know that. You know what I'm saying? So I think this has people riled up a bit more than usual because of who it's coming from. Uh Like, Marlo, you are a bona fide... Sex worker?
0: Sex worker, yeah,
2: you know. (laughs) You know, and me, I guess but
0: let me let me just stop you right there. Does she admit to that? Does she admit to that before we go? No, it, 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 it's well, not. Well, she said
1: what, what, she's what been she
2: accused said. of it. She well, says
1: she's well, been accused no, of
0: it. No. Allegedly. What, what she has said in the past is
2: that she dated a billionaire and right. that he bought her a house, bought her mama a house. Or whatever. And, you know, she she also made comments along the lines of if I dated a billionaire for X, Y, Z years, y'all would be stupid to think I don't know what to do with my money. So I don't know if that meant he set her straight or whatever the case may be. But Marlo lives a very, 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 very lavish lifestyle with no verifiable, tangible income. Okay, and that little daily rate she was getting being a friend of the show was not enough money to buy all that damn Chanel and Gucci. So it only leaves one to deduce what? That she went back to the oldest profession in the book and that's prostitution. So, girl, get out of here with all of that.
0: I just think they're all smart enough and clever enough and funny enough to have reads where we don't have to do that. Like they are. Marlo got a mouth on her. Like you said, she's clever. They all are. They don't need to do that. And it's, it's making the show, it's giving me love and hip hop instead of real housewives. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. 3,500 people in the chat. Welcome back to TGIF. People in there uh, dropping names who they think Marlo's lover was. I'm not going to read them. Y'all can go through the comments later on and see who they think it is. It's none of my business. None of my business because I can't speak on it. All right. Uh, Lizzo issued an apology after she received backlash for using the word spaz in her new song, Girls. Now, I guess the word is considered a slur uh, in the disabled community. Uh, Lizzo released the following statement on Instagram, apologizing for the slur. I never want to promote derogatory language. As a fat black woman in America, I've had many hurtful words used against me so I can understand the power words can have. She also released a new version of the song with the lyric change. Um, a gas station, I'm sorry, let me, uh, Al, what do you think about this, this spaz word? Is that, is this new to you that that's a racial slur? I mean, a, a disabled slur?
1: Well, you know, the first thing I'm going to do is look it up, right? But, you know, I've always said on this platform when Funky wanted to beat up Roller Ray, that we have to tread lightly when it comes to physically challenged in that community. And this community spoke up and they spoke loud and clear. And Lizzo heard it and said, "Okay, I'm going to change it. Now, this is my question, though, right? From the comments, we noticed that a lot of the uproar and a lot of the disgust came from people located in the UK. And so they were like, maybe in the United States, that word doesn't mean anything bad. But in the UK, it's offensive to those of us who are physically challenged. My question to the UK listeners and all the people watching and that are soulmates as well, the UK calls cigarettes Fags, that's Mm -hmm. F-A-G-S, they call cigarettes fags. So should the United States LGBTQ plus community be in such uproar to protest, their use of the word fag for the name of a cigarette?
2: Which when you're right, you know, it it was funny because when when I first saw this story, I I, I got an attitude because I'm like, I'm about to spaz out or she was spazzing out, that has been a part of popular culture all my life. Um, and I never knew the word spaz had any connection whatsoever with the disabled community. I didn't know that we hear the word spaz out in so many movies, TV shows, rap songs, TV, whatever. Excuse be. And so I was like, these people need to go sit their ass down somewhere with this. Then I had to back up because I know the dagger that people are going to throw at me, which is, but if it was the LGBTQ community, then it to be yada, 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 yada. And as the trans revolution is is gaining popularity as the non-gender binary, I'm a flower, I'm a blanket, I'm a box, them, they, her, as all this stuff comes along, and my community is is, is expecting people to come along and reimagine the way they see life and use change verbiage, then I realize that it's only right that I get on board too. So if if y'all are now telling me that spaz is is a bad word to disable people and it hurts people, despite the fact that I think it's a bunch of BS and an overcorrection, I am willing to extend grace and go along with it.
0: I'm not. I, I I it's a slippery slope. But it's ridiculous. It's she didn't use cat. It she didn't use in that context. The spastic static or something like that. It's S P A S. She said it's S-P-A-Z-Z. We're getting to a point where we're not be able, gonna be able to speak English anymore. We're getting to a point. Listen, I feel like it was a reach. This is my opinion. This is my opinion. I feel like it's a reach. I feel like everyone wants a reason to be offended. You know damn well she wasn't talking about people with a mental disorder. She was not. We've been using the word spaz, S-P-A-Z-Z, and has nothing to do with being disabled. It means freaking out, wilding out. Look it up in the Urban Dictionary. It has nothing to do with, with disabled people. And I feel like everybody wants the oppression. It's the oppression Olympics with this. Be mad if you want. Spaz out of me if you want to. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. We're going to take a quick commercial break before y'all spazz out on me in these comments. We'll be right back with more TGIF after this. Y'all doing too much. Not y'all, but them. They're doing too much. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all, let's get into these last couple of stories. A gas station manager has found himself out of a job after he made a mistake in priced gas at 69 cents per gallon. According to ABC News, John Cezina was fired from his uh, manager position at a Shell gas station in Rancho Cordova after placing the decimal point in the wrong place, leading drivers to believe the gas was priced lower than what it really was. Turns out the gas was supposed to be $6.99 a gallon. The man said, I put all three prices up there except the diesel. The last one kind of didn't go, so I just took responsibility for it and said, yeah, it's my fault. Now the mistake reportedly cost the gas station sixteen thousand dollars as drivers took advantage of the opportunity to get their gas at a cheaper price. The man also said he will he fears the gas station will sue him for making this mistake. Al, what are your thoughts on the story and why can't that happen <laughs> to me in Dallas?
1: I feel like that this gas manager did this on purpose, especially in Sacramento, the capital of California, where gas is six dollars and ninety nine cent. In my mind, it was his last day, and he had another job lined up. And he was like, "I'm gonna misprice. I'm gonna misprice this gas. I'm gonna help a couple of people out. I don't care. I got another job. I'm out of here tomorrow. What's the big deal?" That's for some reason. I just feel like there's no way you're gonna price three of the gases right, and then one completely off. I think he did it on purpose. Now, I think the only problem that he's having now is that they may sue him for the loss. In his mistake and that's why his family has started a gofundme account but for me shout out to the gas manager for helping some folks like myself and other people who cannot stand these incredibly high gas prices and helping us with a little bit of a bit of a price break
0: he's a, a modern day robin Hood thing. <laughs> and if he works at a gas station he can't pay them back sixteen thousand dollars. what the hell they gonna get that money q what you think about that I, I, I don't know
2: if he did it on purpose and not. I used to be a former accountant, and it's easy to make. It feels like a clerical error. It feels like a clerical error, one by which he should be fired for. Um, it was a blessing to some people. I hope it don't bring this man and his family too much stress in terms of. I hope the gas station don't sue him and they just eat the little sixteen thousand dollars. I mean, hell, you're making a gazillion dollars any damn way. So leave, leave that man alone. And and shouts out to those who were able to get a full tank of gas at 69 cents a gallon.
0: The fact that they profited or uh, lost sixteen thousand dollars by this mistake it shows, like you said, they're making way too much money. Now let's be very clear about the gas companies right now. They're not charging these crazy prices because there's no gas. They're taking advantage of the chaos that's happening right now. And they're price gouging us anyway. So if we get a few hours of relief at a pump, then so be it. Because y'all are making record amounts of profit right now. And everyone else is getting blamed for it except the gas company. So uh, y'all can go uh, go on with that, crying about that. All right. In sad but weird news, an elephant attacked a 70-year-old woman who later died from her injuries at the hospital. And then the elephant went to the woman's funeral and trampled her corpse. The woman reportedly was getting out of the water when the elephant came out of nowhere and attacked her. Now, at the woman's funeral, the elephant reportedly trampled her corpse, threw her body around the room, and went off into the night. First of all, how did the elephant know where the funeral was? Did he get invited? How did he, how did he know? Um, Al, you got any...
1: So I'm gonna help you out on this one, Claudia. So those who work carefully, closely with elephants say elephants remember injuries and they can hold grudges against people who have hurt them, right? And they also have extremely great memory, all right? So it's, it's thought that she must have done something to that elephant and the elephant didn't forget because not only did the elephant attack her and trample her, But this was in India, if I'm not mistaken. So within hours, they had taken her to some type of funeral or burial spot where they were showing homage to her and burying her. And the elephant showed up there, attacked her again, threw her around again, trampled over her and left. So I'm gonna say, based on the studies and research that we've seen with uh, zoos and, and, and elephant research, Something that that lady did that elephant did not like.
0: Jesus Christ, Q. What do you take us home, Q? Take I think that lady home. was I think that
2: lady was the devil and the elephant knew it. You know, I'm <laughs> nature, I be one nature. That lady knew that the devil was in that knew that the devil was in that woman and he saved the planet.
0: <laughs> you know, what as much abuse as they do to elephants and try to get them to do tricks and stand on their back legs and all that, there probably was something going on. But, damn, that's some brutal things for that family to see. All right, y'all, great show. I want to thank my co-hosts, Funky Funky.neva and Al Reynolds, for joining me tonight. Thanks for watching yeah. us on YouTube. Stay tuned for Turn Out with Tia's Mask. We're going to see you Friday, and we all going to be drinking. I think. <laughs> right? Bye.
1: Have a good night, soulmates.